Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Radio Harambe. I am here in the Radio Harambe studios, joined as always by Safari Mike. Mike, how are you tonight? Jumbo Dave, how are you? Not too bad. Um, we have a few more questions to answer. We have a lot more questions to answer. Uh, we have. We want to continue our listeners. This is Listener Questions Part Two. Listener Question Month. This is Listener Question <laughs> Month because we got so many of them. This is uh, Part Two, and uh, we'll get into that in just a second. But we have a couple of sort of breaking news stories and a couple things we just wanted to get out of the way. Uh, there, you can hear the wildlife here at Radio Harambe. Um, the first thing, Mike, is and and I wanted to get this out there because it seemed like a very important thing to a lot of people and. Um, a lot of news organizations have been running with this story uh, at that essentially, well, uh, I'll read to you the Orlando Sentinel report. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Disney's Animal Kingdom started late night hours this spring as it unveiled new experiences such as the Tree of Life light show. Mm-hmm. But after just a few months, those hours are getting much shorter. Wrong. According to Disney's website, with planned closings as early as 6 p.m. in the fall. With theme parks stay open later in the summer, Animal's Kingdom's shorter operating hour time come amid months of delays for the planned Rivers of Light nighttime extravaganza and declining theme park attendance so far this year. So, and this is, uh, I, I use this story it goes on it says a lot more other stuff a lot of background information it quotes a lot of people who i don't know where they got their their information from but it goes on quite a bit and basically what it says is the nighttime stuff did not help uh the jungle book alive is a failure uh nobody cares and nobody's going to the animal kingdom at night so therefore they're going to scale it back again and it's all going to start after labor day that's pretty much what all these stories say however Safari Mike here says nay. <laughs> well, I mean, I partially agree with the story. Certainly, Jungle Book Alive with Magic was an outright failure. And they have decided, as Labor Day is the last day it's going to show. So Disney has decided they'd rather have an empty theater than play Jungle Book Alive with Magic anymore. It's not worth their time or effort. Uh, but what I will say in terms of the expanded park hours is the following um up until three or four days ago as of this recording so about the middle of august park closing times for all of september i think we talked about this on the last show were set was 7 30. it's about three days ago disney changed all of the park hours from 7 30 until 9. i think at this point Disney is trying to figure out what they're going to have with Rivers of Light. And I fully expect, uh, and just shy of guaranteeing, but I fully expect that come the middle of September-ish, 
Um, if they're still quite a bit away from Rivers of Light, you'll see October hours get shifted from 7, 7.30 to 9 o'clock. So and you're I, thinking 9 o'clock across the board. I think 9 o'clock across the board Let me uh, until Rivers of Light is ready to rock and roll. Let me just, it, uh, let me just continue with the Orlando Sentinel sure. here quite a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, the spokeswoman said, quote, we will continue to adjust our hours and will remain open after sunset to deliver those experiences for our guests. However, mm-hmm. that seems to be kind of dashed away. And uh, now instead, we talk about the zoo-like theme park uh, being expected to have extended hours again next year when it opens the land, the entire land based on Avatar. So this report is saying that these extended hours won't come back until next year. Well, she's then somebody good. named Rick Monariz of Motley Fool, I, I don't know who that is and why that, that person's an expert, uh, is quoted as saying, I don't know why they would trip up their momentum. To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense for t- to take this step back. Uh, then it goes through a couple of different things about the Rivers of Light, um, the Tree of Life show, the new nighttime version, basically panning on uh, how the how the, uh, the the Jungle Book was thrown in there, and it was mediocre, and yada 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 yada. And it will be getting shutting down at 9 p.m., and then closing times will be as early as 7 in October and 6 in November, even during the busy. Thanksgiving weekend. Then it goes on to continue talking about how World Showcase, however, will remain open until 9 or 10 o'clock. I don't believe it for a minute. When the other two uh, parks, the Animal Kingdom and the Hollywood Studios, will not remain open, uh, perhaps some of these, and then it speculates that perhaps some of these nighttime things will still be able to come back uh, because after October, whatever, the uh, it gets dark at 5 o'clock. What what the the park hours have been October for for October and November have been like this for a long time. They have not yet changed them because they don't know what they have yet in terms of rivers of light. Presuming, which I think we all can presume now, that there will be no rivers of light in October. I am pretty confident that the hours will be ex- expanded to nine o'clock. They are leaving it open in the air right now to see what happens. I I the only. I mean, they, they do say in that article that Disney was quoted as saying they'll continue to adjust yep. their hours. Yep. Which is what they just did. They adjusted it from 7.30 to 9. They so, just did it. So uh, this is why there's part of it, me that makes me uh, think that Mike is correct. Some of the Sometimes I think maybe he's being a little optimistic. Um, but I, I don't think I'm being optimistic. Mm, based on what? I think... Well, listen. If, the, if, if, they continue, if, if there, nobody is going at night... Right. If in September, well, it's hard to judge it on September, but if they got nothing going on, what are they going to do with all of these entertainment people that they've hired? What I th- can them, I guess, but. Oh, sure, which they do without any question. Well, they do it all the, the time. Is. Um, what I would say they would, they would probably do is um, stay open, uh, pr- probably close before dark in October for, for a couple of weeks, um, and then be open until seven, probably through until. No, I can Until s- Rivers of Light opens, is what I would say. Really, I mean, this really depends on the Rivers of Light and when that opens, for yeah. sure. So if Rivers of Light doesn't open until next year, I would say they would be open until 7, until until next year, until summer. I think October will be 9 o'clock. I really do. Well, we'll see. And I think the holidays will probably be 9 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock. I mean, once we get to, once the clock changes and it gets dark at 5 o'clock or so, you know, if, it's, right. if there's still no Rivers of Light come January and February, which I think is a terrible scenario right now for the in the thoughts of disney uh, itself 
Um, then you might see it closing earlier than nine because it gets dark at five. Right. I, I, you know, in the doldrums of January and February, it might stay open until seven or eight o'clock. But I think in October, we're, I'm pretty confident that the middle of September, they'll push back the hours from seven to nine. Well, and they're we'll, going to take it month by month. We'll see, and we'll certainly let you know if that changes. I mean, I hope it does. I hope it at least goes up to about eight o'clock ish or so because I'd like to go back right. and see it. Tonight. Um, if we are not going to have, here's what I say: if if we're not going to have the park, a, a showstopper ending park thing, and um, you know, I I think Disney's, you know, not exploring all their options here, but uh, but as far as doing things to keep people there late at night, uh, I think they put all their eggs in the rivers of light basket, mm-hmm. and, and they're having an issue with that. So I'm assuming they're going to fix that sooner or later. Uh, it is unusual to have such a long delay when they were expecting it to be open at this point. But it's you know we'll see where we go from here. Um, they expected it to be open Memorial Day weekend. It's now the end of August, right. and we have no idea. Right. This is unusual. I mean, it's month. It's even worst best case scenario at this point. Christmas time. It's yeah, and it's very unusual to 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 have to have a delay like this. So I don't know the nature of the issue. Um, You know, there's a certain yeti that makes me wonder how bad (laughs) this could be. Uh, But we but we don't know what it is. So I think that you know, eight o'clock is probably a decent number. I mean, it get okay. You know, if if there's no rivers of light, um, certainly through the winter. I think that's probably a reasonable well, the th- right i mean you yeah, could that, you could but, but what you could do the tree of life show you could do some extra uh you know you can do some some sure some entertainment sure you know i've always thought they should explore the option of their own version of food and wine or something like that i mean they might yeah i mean, I mean they there's there's sort of options for it there's there options. are options it just seems to me that september which is such the dead time of the year i mean it doesn't get any quieter than september they're keeping the park open till nine o'clock the crowds start to pick up in October with, right. you know, Mickey's Not So Scary, Columbus Day Weekends, right. you know, some other breaks in school. And then uh, you have Jersey Week in early November. I just think with the park more crowded in October and November, we're going to look at at least 8 or 9 o'clock at night. for uh, They'll push these hours back. Okay. All right. Let's hope. All right. There's not a lot going on. It's not as big as, like, the big... I still cost you out, like, 200 bucks to get in, but <laughs> yeah. um, neither here nor there. Uh, eight... It has been uh, explained to us that James Cameron will be apparently accompanied by Joe Rohde. And John Landau. And John Landau to apparently really unveil a lot more about Pandora. Well, it just has more details coming. That doesn't really say a lot more. Well, we're hoping that means a lot more. Well, we're hoping. Uh, I like... I think we can expect a breaking news edition of Radio Harambe sometime right around November then. November 21. Yeah. So, so clear out your schedule for that night. So we have nothing really else to say about it. I mean, there's no real news attached other than the fact that Joe Rody, in fact, did not get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know, Mike's Twitter, and mine too. Everybody's. But, but yours more than me. Oh, about uh, asking me about it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Um, there was a story going around from some source. It started with WDWNT. Okay. Who's been wrong on some things in the past. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Uh, who said that Joe Rody was among a list of other uh, Imagineers that were fired. Right. They said about 200 Imagineers were fired and Joe Rody and uh, what's his face? Uh, Fitzgerald. Right. Tom, Tom, Tom Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald were the big names. 
Turns out quite a bit of um, Imagineers were uh, let go. But those two weren't among them. No, nobody that none of the house quote unquote household names were on it. The thing is, uh, Shanghai Disney opened, and what happens when a big project like a brand new theme park opens? They invariably let a hand, you know, quite a bit of Imagineers go. Right. Um, You know, some of them were temporarily hired anyway, so that they knew once the park was opening they were going. Um, You know that kind of stuff. that always happens when there's a big project. I imagine, right. although with Disney, with Star Wars and Avatar Land coming, I'm surprised. But anyway, yeah. they Shanghai Disney opened. They don't need you know hundreds of Imagineers and you know, from various departments working on the park, so they let them go. This happens. It happened when they opened Animal Kingdom. It happened when they opened right. California Adventure. When they did the retheming of California Adventure, it always happens. I mean, this was insane. This was six hours of oh my god, Joe Rody's been fired. Right, and I Joe mean, Rody on. Had said, I, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was very strange. It went everywhere. I mean, this is the power of these things, and, and, and um, you know, of these websites, and 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 there's a lot of them out there in Disney, in the Disney fandom, and yeah, you know, if if only one website is reporting something, yes, you can you can you can hold your judgment until you see yeah, more is what wait. I would say about that. Um, anyway, so our uh, we started off talking about Pandora there, and we wanted to have now, a show before we move on. Yes. Though, to give WDWNT credit, okay, they do they are not out my job, in front but, okay. of people on a lot of these things. Sometimes they're right. For example, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. I think it was uh, well, was that nice. hasn't been confirmed yet, has it? Well, the in DCA it has. Oh, 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 I thought you meant the Epcot one. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. So we wanted to uh, answer your collection of listener questions that dealt exclusively with Pandora. Mm-hmm. And we do have a few of them. Um, so let's get right into that. Uh, first, Turkey Leg Jeff, who obviously has a little turkey leg issue. Uh, how many times have you woken up? This is obviously for Mike. How many times have you woken up in a cold sweat faced with the unbearable terror that Avatar is really happening? Uh, it's been 12 times so far. 12 times. I went back and counted. And then after I'll every every bit tally. of news that comes out, you, you break into another bit of sweat. That's exactly right. You know, it, 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 right off the bat, it, it, it kind of, you know, it, it kind of tells you that what that that this that with all this information, I think some of the criticism and stuff has lightened, but it hasn't gone away. I mean, people are the no. the Disney the Disney fans, the people who listen to shows like this and read websites like ours, are still not behind this. No, they're not. I they're mean, feel, I think the rest of the world would be a little bit right. They're, some of the stuff, right, right. right. But uh, it's it's still not uh, right. I stand by the prop. My my what I stated before is that if Disney does not hit a home run with it, the you know the bloggers and the you know the Disney people who right. only like stuff that Walt did and all that kind of stuff will come out in droves to criticize it. Yeah. If it's not a home run. I, and I think it's there's a different reason than that. I, I think that it's because it's not a Disney property. Well that's what I mean I mean that in sort of that way. Right. You know? But it doesn't have anything to do with Walt being part of it. No I was just sort of like uh, yes. Right. It's not a creative Disney property. It's an, an externally Correct. licensed property that is almost seen as a Competition, so to speak, to Disney over the past because it owns certain records with movies right. and uh, and and that kind of thing. And and I think that the Disney fan, and I am talking to you people out there who are listening to my show. I'm trying not to insult you. Um, 
get the, get the backup on their hair, the, the hair up on their back mm. when when things like this come to Disney because this isn't our property. It doesn't make they could buy whatever property they want and add it to Disney, and all of a sudden it's wonderful. So if they bought Avatar from James Cameron, this would all be different. In my opinion, it would all be different. I don't think people would embrace it as much, Mm -hmm. but there would be a whole level of criticism in my mind that is not part of it. But I also think there is a level of... I'm not sure what the right right word is, but people don't respect this movie. The movie, right. Because I truly think... That if Disney had purchased Harry Potter, for example, you right. would, it would not get the backlash that this did. Then people no. would be excited about Harry Potter Land and Hollywood Studios. Right. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. Sure. Um, you know, I could, if I thought hard, long and hard about it, I could probably that's make part of it as well. Like that. That's part of it as well. But if they did buy it beforehand, and they did put out a movie, or we're going to, or we're going to, right. it would. I truly believe it would be accepted a lot better than it is now. I still don't think. Sure. It, I still don't think the idea of it. I don't think anybody would have accepted the idea of Disney buying it for any. I mean, that would have been a disaster. But if they had brought it into the fold, and you know, and and gave and which would then allow Disney total creative control. You add this whole thing with James Cameron. Who's he? He's not an Imagineer. He's not part of our club. You know, it, all of those things that you, you add a lot of layers of things that just get Disney fans annoyed, for lack of a yeah, better term. Yeah, they do. That's they all. Do. Um, Angus, I think that's what that yes, says. Yes, uh, Are you hearing any credible ramblings that to Pandora not being on time or open summer 2017? And we've discussed this before. We have. Yes. there. I We are all hearing those rumors. We're hearing rumors that things are getting pushed back. Uh, they're still saying 2017. I, yeah, that's not going to happen. They're still saying it. Michael. <laughs> but the question, I mean, 2017, I mean, there's that's a big a long difference time. between March 2017 and November 2017. That's a big difference. Or December 31st. <laughs> right. 2017. Right. right. So I th- when the only thing that will be open is a gift shop. <laughs> I, I, I'd be shocked if it's open for the summer of 2017. Oh, stunned. Maybe the holiday season, because sometimes they'll open stuff in the middle of October, like yeah. these kinds of big things. Yeah. I suppose that's still within the realm of possibility. And, of course, we're, we're running into the, will it open it completely? Or will it just be, be the Pandora ride yeah. and, you know, we have to wait for everything else in 2019? That's not happening in 2017. Probably not. I really don't think so. It's just, you know, when you think back to the days where Disney built entire theme parks in the time, in in half the time it took for them to build this. Well, Highwood Studios was nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, but even, I mean, look at how long it took for them to break ground and build Epcot. I mean, it's when you think about how slow this ship now turns. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just takes so long to do things, and uh, you know, and it just just from looking at the construction photos, it just it's not it's not a year away. How it's long did they? How long did it take them to build Epcot? Not long, because so the studios opened in October first. He built Disneyland in like a year and a half or right. something like that. The studios <laughs> opened October or Disney MGM Studios, I believe, it was October first, eighty nine. Right? Mm-hmm. They broke ground, I think, in I want to say eighty six, maybe. Uh, yep. So and maybe it was even eighty seven. But go ahead. Uh, I am Groot's breakout. Right. Uh, estimate on Pandora opening. This is what we're talking about yes, now. Let's same. go with before or after D23 Expo. I assume he means D23 of next year. Is it going to yeah, be in August I, of next yeah, year? Yeah, which would be August. After would be I, my... I don't think there's any If chance. I had to place a bet on it, I'd have to say after. And my guess is 
D23 Expo next year, you'll see a lot of push, uh, like um, buzz push, marketing push for this. Right. We'll have we'll have pictures of actual buildings. We may have some real. You know, not just the blinking eye of a of an animatronic. Right. You'll have an entire one. You may have like little bits of ride throughs of certain things. Sure, they'll have. There'll be a big push here. I think be a big. You might even start to see some merchandising show up. Sure. So, that, I think that's right. a good. But I I can't imagine it's going to be open before then. Um, this is a great question, and this this leads this question is is kind of my biggest issue with Avatar. Go ahead. Because um, I don't have the same issue of hatred of the movies because um, there's a million movies that are in Disney parks that I don't really particularly care for that make for great rides. So I, I don't really care about that. But uh, Mike and other people care more about that. But this is what I care about. Do you think the new Pandora will take away from the laid back feel of the park, crowd levels, etc.? cetera? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. And I wouldn't say yes or no. But I would say I fear the answer is yes. Why? Because um, I like it the way it is. I mean, it's like it's like. No, the, but why would it take away from the laid back feeling? Uh, because you have, you may have, you know, the same kind of people going there that hang out at uh, the rock and roller coaster and the Tower of Terror, if you know what I mean. A much younger. Oh, yeah, but teenage be- thrill-seeking audience that just. But and it's, it's the same. This is the. It didn't happen to Everest, because that's only one. So when we put another big uh-huh. thrill attraction in, I, that's my fear. I don't think it will. I'm not saying, Mike. I'm not saying I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I'm saying is that's that's what my fear is. That's the fear I always have every time somebody talks about putting a roller coaster in France and Epcot. I, right. It's I, the same I, kind of thing. Correct. Which I'm fundamentally against. But the fact that Avatar is sort of off in its own corner. Um, and it all, almost lends itself with what they're doing to laid back kind of atmosphere. Like a lot of sounds like it's going to be a lot of walking around, glowing plants. The boat ride is a laid back kind of thing. I mean, we it does have so. Soren, obviously. Right. Um, but yep, I, I, don't, I don't so. think it's going to uh, create. I mean, certainly. Let me let me put it this way. Certainly, when it first opens, the park's going to be a lot more crowded. Right. You know, for six months or whatever, it's going to be maybe more than that, right? Depending, well, probably on, yeah. depends on how close we are to uh, Star Wars Land coming after that, or, or right? Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. That'll take twenty years, <laughs> but not Toy Story Land, but Star Wars, yeah, probably. Right. Um, so you know, certainly until the next big thing comes along. Um, so there'll be some time where it's packed, I'm sure, but I think overall it won't impact the laid back feel. That's my gut reaction. Well, I, I. I... I, I hope you're right. Um, our next question from Epcot, Epcot Bar Crawl. That's something, something we've all done. Um, percent chance they ever open a passage from Pandora by Rainforest to the park entrance. So I guess they mean behind Discovery Island straight to the no, park I'm entrance? Ass- I'm assuming what he means because the Avatar is literally right behind the Rainforest Cafe. Right. Oh, um, so you think they're just going to... path gonna- where you could bypass the Oasis... Go mm. right into Avatar. I mean, it's a, a possibility. I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do. You still want people going through the Oasis. But, I mean, you know, it's possible. And, you know, we've I seen... I mean, you could do that in a lot of parks, right? I mean, you could, sure. you could do that at, at, to go right into Tomorrowland from 
from Main Street if you wanted to make a, something sure. around the back there. You sure. Know, I mean, sure. Well, and, and I was going to say, in may um, not be as close. They sort of do do that in Hollywood Studios. No, in um, the Magic Kingdom, where they built that bypass that goes around the back of all the stores on Main Street, so you don't have to walk through Main Street. I took that right. the last time I was there. Um, you That's know, only open when it's really crowded, though. Right. I mean, I suppose they could do something like that, but I mean, yeah. I, I assume not. But it's certainly. A I wouldn't think so unless there's unless there's some overly well themed. <laughs> there's uh, again wildlife. <laughs> uh, there's overly themed uh, entrance in both sides. You know, they're big on the sight lines and the telling the story and getting from one place to another. And uh, the, the same reason why they can't just easily build a little path that takes you to the Tower of Terror and the Rock and Roller Coaster right. from the front door of the Hollywood Studios. They sure. don't. They don't do that because they want you to experience going up mm-hmm. and down and the whole thing. And I would imagine they would want to do that here as well. Right. Although there are no gift shops at the Oasis, so that may make that less important. That's all. Because we are talking... Such a cynic. But it's true. You know I'm right, Mike. You know I'm right. Um, I am Groots again. Well, they built the bypass in Main Street, so you avoided the gift shops. Yeah, which is... They just want people out at that all point. All right, well, go ahead. What kind of food... Should we expect at Pandora? That's easy. Yeah? Yeah, that's easy. Burgers and fries and (laughs) hot dogs and chicken fingers. There's no cuisine (laughs) that lends itself to um, Pandora. No, Indian fusion is not going to make its way over there again? seeing Disney take some... Thai food? You know, doing some daring things, quote-unquote. I mean, for a theme park, certainly. And like Harambe Market and Yak and Yeti and Tiffin's. It works there. Yeah, you're right. I, I see them saying, "All right, we can put our burger joint and funnel cake here at, at, at Pandora." I, I'm I'd be shocked if there was anything. Well, I mean, I guess maybe a salad bar or something, but I mean, <laughs> I'd be shocked if it was anything daring. Okay, so let's move on. I agree with you, Michael. Let's move on to the next one from also from Mr. Groots. Um, how will the fast passes shake out mm-hmm. for Pandora? And this is a great question. Again, we don't know the answer to this, but uh, this is something that I think we should we should think of as being a very good possibility. Um, will they go with tiers like they do at other parks? Um, for those of you who have uh, not done this yet, or uh, you know, this in- there's an incredibly frustrating. Um, <laughs> It's awful. Fast Pass Plus situation where you can book one of this kind and not any of the, And the place where it really comes into effect is Hollywood Studios. No. Totally disagree. Epcot's much oh, worse. Oh, Epcot's is bad as well. Yeah. But, but Epcot, because you can only pick either Test Track, Soarin', or the Frozen Ride. The three main attractions that need Fast Passes. And I think this... You only get one. I think the same thing can be said at Hollywood Studios where they do the toys. Toy Story, Tower of Terror, and nope. Rock and Roller Coaster. Tower of Terror is a tier two. It's now a tier so two. It has been for quite some time. So all you have to pick is either Rock and Roller Coaster or Toy Story. Okay, so I'm mixing Minion. the two up then. Right. Um, Epcot, then I think, is Epcot worse. is the worst one because Epcot basically is you can pick one and then the other ones you wouldn't want. Do, the other ones you don't really need. Price. Right. So you're just wasting wasting I mean, your time. For my trip okay. coming up, I did a couple of spaceships or Earths and a couple of living with the, the lands. You don't really. Yeah. What's the reason? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter one way or the other. And that's certainly true um, for low. I mean, I think people going in very crowded times maybe make more use of it. Right. Um, you know, I was there sure. in, in in you know at a time where it was very very crowded in June, and uh, you know I did make use of some of those. Right. Some of the you no, know I mean, the spaceship fine. Earth one. If you're not going to be there right in the morning, yeah, you're going to need it. Probably. Yeah, for whatever reason, Fast Pass Plus has really affected Spaceship Earth, Haunted Mansion. The lines for those two attractions now are worse. Oh, the Haunted they, Mansion they lines require are out you of to do, Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, um, 
So you sort of need him for those now. So, I, but anyway, back to his question. So my imagine. So so, th- what I would say is, the possibility is definitely there because they'll probably allow you to do a fast pass for the big showstopper at Pandora and then the Kilimanjaro safaris. I am going to hold. I mean, that's possible. It, it's out of the realm of possibility, but I think it's almost. I, I would be shocked if they did it, and here's why. The reason they do it at Epcot. Is, and the reason they do it at, at the Hollywood Studios is because there's a limited number of things to do. Um, really, the reason they do it at Epcot is everybody would be booking Soren, Test Track, and the Frozen Ride. Right. Nobody would ever pick a Fast Pass. For and before that, it would always be Soren and Test Track, and that's it. Right. And then and whatever. Maybe Illuminations, which throw is something in. the other yeah. uh, number, you know, uh, right. uh, tier one thing. Um, and that's only because there's so few spots. But they don't have it now for Animal Kingdom. And you're adding... Two attractions, theoretically. So yeah, you're right. They would have it now with the safari. You're right. So I don't think they're going to do it because now you have at least four or five attractions that would be tier one worthy: ah. Safari, Pandora, Everest. Do you think Kali? I, think Everest and Kali, Rivers of Light. If you still think Everest and Kali? I mean, Everest and uh, are not, Everest not Kali and Kali. So Kali gets pretty in the in summer. The summer. It's very crowded, right? And rivers of because because the size but in the of rest the of the theater, year. There's really only those two that pile up. Or right now, there's really only one. The rest of the year, there's yeah, only but they really... they don't have it now, so why would they need it with the they only have attractions? One. So this would be... What I'm saying is I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of if we get to the, you know, to uh, January of 2019 and the Pandora big e-ticket ride is a big hit. Right. The only two in January that are going to have piles of lines would be the safaris. And that, so and, and that kind of makes me think of Test Track and Soren, where you would then need to spread them out. That's all. I suppose it's out of the realm of possibility. I think by adding attractions, they're probably even less likely to do it. And where you throw in Rivers of Light, which because of the way the theater is set up, you sort of and I think you saw this at Jungle Book, you sort of needed a fast pass. Right. Or, I mean, sure. So that's going to add another thing that's almost a must fast pass, or you really want a fast pass, right? But let me let me let me make a couple comments about that. Um, first sure. of all, the Rivers of Light is a finite number. There's not a capacity issue with that, so it fills up. It's all over with. Nobody cares anymore. Uh, they can't they can't maximize the use of that. Um, to me, unless I'm reading wrong, um, Expedition Everest to a certain degree. It seems to me like, well, number one, I'm also taking a, a, an assumption that there's going to be a capacity issue with this new Soren thing mm-hmm. uh, because there is such a capacity issue at Soren now. Um, and this seems to be even, may even have more of a capacity issue than that one because it seems like the vehicles are going to be smaller. Um, but you never know. I don't want to yeah, make it, no but, idea, but really. I can assume with the way it's structured, it's a it's a movie and you're seeing it. Right. Most of those seem to be that way. Um, so you only really have a capacity issue at Kilimanjaro and there. Maybe the boat ride, depending on how quickly I don't know goes. how the boat ride Yeah, yeah we don't know how the boat ride goes. But if you only have those two with a capacity issue, that seems to me the point of the whole... But isn't Rivers of Light a right? capacity issue? How is that not a capacity issue? Because they can't maximize it in any way. They can't make it work better by oh, well, splitting it up. Right. The only thing they can do is all. add another show. All right. they can do is add another right. show. Okay, right. I see what you're saying. Um, so it makes me think of, of you know, toy, t- tr- Test Track... And Soren, mm-hmm. you know, it makes me think of trying to not get everybody in the park, having some way to get everybody 
to not all get a Toy Story Mania one. Right. You know, it's that right. kind of thing. And maybe they would do that. Uh, but I, I kind of go along more with Mike, which I, I think that when this stuff goes, you know, when the when the park gets crowded, there's going to be so many, you know, now we're going to have a lot of you know, desirable things to go and do. I and, think so. You know, there's a good, so. good five or six of them. Uh, I could still use a couple more. But anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, tears, right. Uh, so th- this last question is kind of uh, two of the same. It's ones, kind of a big one, so I'm going to read them both. It's a small blog, which don't 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 insult your own blog like that, right? Just, uh, <laughs> sorry. After Pandora, what's the next big project at DAK? Uh, Dino Land revamp and Animal Kingdom fans are our friend over there at yes. Animal Kingdom fans, Kevin Crossman. Uh, Kevin Crossman. Uh, after Avatar, fixing Yeti. What's next? Question mark. Retheme Rafiki. Do something land behind Asia, more Oasis animals. So let's do this question this way, Mike. Um, because it is sort of Pandora-related, yeah. I wanted to throw it in there. This could be a whole show uh, because there is a lot here to talk about, and we probably will repeat ourselves with some of these answers in the future. But probably. I thought this would be a good kind of kind of last question to ask. Um, let's do it this way. Let's start with what you think will happen next. And then we'll turn to what you want okay, to sure. happen next. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. This, so you go first with what you think. I'll be brief because I think we have similar questions on our next show. But uh, so what I think well, is going to happen next is, well, first of all, it's going to be quite some time before anything big happens because clearly Star Wars land and all that is going to take a while. And I can't imagine there the next thing after that won't be some major Epcot um, work. Very, very, very so it's true. Be very, a, very, quite very a few true. years before they do anything big. So let's talk about now. Big is so you mean okay. So so like new lands. Okay. I think really the two possibilities in my head are either let me let me, let me just hold sure. you for a second. So you're, what you're saying is the the Imagineering resources, the dev- design and development people will be. Busy, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, with okay. Hollywood Studios and with the so not necessarily Epcot. a budget thing. Which that yeah. it's a budget thing as well, but also just the design element of it. Well, well not only that. It's a, not only is it, it, well, it's a budget thing only because they can't have Star Wars land being built, which is going to have a lot of money and a lot of uh, construction and a uh, future world being revamped. Right. And plus building, you know, uh, Antarctica land. Right. At, uh, right. Right. At, right. Uh, right. At the right. Animal Kingdom. I think really the two main possibilities in my mind are either a refurb or redo of Dino Rama, not the whole Dino Dino Land, just the, um, uh, just the games part, just the games right. part that that section Chester and Hester's, or what I think is more likely is tweaking doing something with Rafiki's. I think that would be the probably the next thing, the Planet Watch. I just okay. hope it's nothing drastic. And t- I mean, I could. Can I see Disney Imagineers or Disney saying to themselves, you know, Zootopia is a really popular movie. Let's get rid of the conservation theme and build a little Zootopia land out on this um, train track. Because there was, I think, a train involved in Zootopia, too. Okay. I don't know. I never saw it. So I hope that's not the case. But I do think the next thing would be a re-theming, a reorganizing, a redoing of Rafiki's. Okay. Um, So that's what you think. So I would say what I would think would be... I don't think that that Dino Land. I, th- I think what's going to happen with Dino Land eventually is it's it's just I, I don't I honestly don't see much happening there because um, 
there's not really much reason to, and they could use the space for private events, and which they do a lot. Um, and it and it could they could kind of tweak it in that way to make it more friendly for these private events and stuff. Um, and, and I think that's why that's going to stay. As much as as, okay. as much as everybody likes to to uh, dump on it, I think it has that extra income potential. Um, that they're not going to want to give away. Okay. Because it just makes, you know, it just doesn't seem like, I think they would have done it already. Because it's so easy to just to tweak those little games and stuff and maybe make them right. more fun or, or put like, uh, you know, theme them to something else or, you know, update them. But I think they like the way it is. Um, so that's that. I, my guess is we're going to have in some small way, Mike was angling towards this, and maybe not so small, but my guess is we're going to have something some update to some ride that's going to include because we're just waiting for this to happen that's going to include a uh, more current film into the park whether it be Zootopia uh, so maybe it's a Bugs Life turns into a Zootopia 3D film maybe it turns into a Jungle Book the new Jungle Book 3D film I don't know if there's any other animal movies coming along down the pipe I guess um, they could do something Moana I mean you could do a Polynesian yeah. theme somewhere in the Animal Kingdom perhaps you can my guess is that's what we're going to see next after that is one of these um, you know quick re-themings maybe not quick maybe you know a decent re-theming uh, of an existing ride Kind of like the Epcot Frozen, okay, but maybe less intense. Um, it's easy enough to shoot a new 3D film with animation. I mean, that doesn't well. You could easily cost replace much. the Bugs Life show with a Zootopia themed sure. one where they're talking about just have know, to change the animatronic. Stuff. That's that for the cricket, sure, or whatever it sure. was. <laughs> Grass the hopper, cricket, right? <laughs> cricket, grasshopper, same thing. I mean, that's relatively easy to do. I agree with you. That's not a bad so that's what I think. thought process. So um, then I'll I'll say what I want to happen. Okay. Because everybody obviously knows what this is. And I also think it's what makes the most sense. And that is the giant pandas, which I've said a thousand times over. Because, for one thing, in the grand scheme of how much Disney pays for e-ticket um, yeah. attractions, renting a couple of pandas is... Chump change. <laughs> it is. It's only a couple of mil. A couple of mil. A year. A year. I mean, if you have two of them, a couple of mil a year for 20 years is only $80 million. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah. I mean, they spend hundreds of millions of dollars on rides and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so it's an easy investment. Um, you know, any kind of designing of the, of the, um, the animal enclosure is only partially imagineering. Rest of it is done by animal behavior, sure. you know, the animal folks. Um, so there's a lot of that going on. It's 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 a big addition that Disney could make. And it doesn't have to be giant pandas. I guess you can find some other animal too. No. But I think giant pandas are the only one that will really draw people the, in. The giant pandas are the only one that would bring people to the gates. Right. Um, Koalas may be close, but probably not. And they also it. don't fit into the theming. Um, so you'd have to find a place for them. You'd have to make that up right. where koalas would go. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could do a any kind of, a, you know, popular animal enclosure edition, mm -hmm. I think would be 
the best thing to do, what I would want to see after Avatar is done. And I also think it makes the most practical sense because you can add a big draw without, with the pandas only, as Mike is pointing out, with the, uh, you know, a big draw into the park without it being a big, expensive, giant thing. And, and you know, and, and I mean, a panda can be your, I mean, for, the, for a small investment of, you know, <laughs> Like my saying for 20 years, you know, $80 million. So for $100 million altogether, you can have, which is, believe me, not as much as they spend on these. Sure. <laughs> you could have your new symbol of the park. I mean, you could put a panda on every T-shirt sure. and every marketing strategy could have a panda on it because they're that kind of draw. Um, and people will buy it because it'll be new and it'll be different. You can add a panda to every little symbol of the animal kingdom. And I think that's really the only way they can do that without making a huge quarter billion dollar investment into some giant you know, thing, which oh, I agree with you, Mike, is not going to happen anytime no, not, soon. Not, it's not going to happen until after the Imagineers yeah, are free of their thing. And, and yeah, Avatar I mean, op- after Avatar opens, never mind. You got to do Hollywood Studios. Epcot is desperate. We can only assume after that they'll probably turn their attentions to another big change in the Magic Kingdom, maybe maybe Tomorrowland. Yeah, that could use um, a you know. Reprint. So there's you a lot of things about it now. Is it yeah, is? yeah. So I think Animal Kingdom's far down the pike, and that's right. really the only way they can do it. But what would you want? Uh, pandas. But really? It, but it wouldn't be giant pandas. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would. You know, if I really had my druthers and I could pick something small, uh, like I said, I wouldn't. It would be a new. Um, what if you didn't have to be small though? What if it was whatever you wanted? You whatever I wanted would be. We've talked about this. I mean, it's usually like Australia or something like yeah, that. You'd like that I kind mean, of thing. Uh, a new themed land with new sure dining options. Sure, and, I'm gonna stick to my thought process. What what I would like to see next? I, I'd like to see them concentrate on animals, which would be, be another really good animal trail. Right. I mean, one thing you could That'd do, for example, is out in Rafiki's Planet Watch, built an animal trail dedicated just to the highly endangered species that you really don't see anywhere right. else. Which is also where you could probably put pandas if you wanted to, but we could talk about that in some other time. That'd be great. I mean, a koalas um, fit koalas in that? could fit there. So I mean, that'd be great. You could fit I mean, that's like, a great uh, idea. Sumatran rhinos. That's Mike. That's cranes, a great things, idea. Things like that. To turn, that yeah. would be what I would like to see. To turn the the, the, the the where the Rafikis is into a highly endangered. You could even keep so, Rafikis. You could have still have that building. Sure, but uh, use it as a but, but part of the but add a trail to it. Yeah, I mean that would be great. What a great idea! Mm-hmm. I love that idea. That's much better than my panda also, idea. Also, thought actually, of, it's uh, not better than my panda. I kind of like a botan. I, I don't know how what you think about this, but a botanical gardens out there, endangered plants as well. Uh, it's not a big drawer. I understand that. The only plants I like, I like to eat. <laughs> Unless they're palm trees and I'm on a beach <laughs> in the Caribbean. But that's my idea. Cool. I, I, before we go, Mike, um, we had a couple of uh, okay. listener sort of comments that came in. I just wanted to make sure that I uh, throw them out there so that everybody gets their chance for me. First of all, um, a friend of ours, Dave, he is a... Um, it corrected us with uh, my mistake, which is that I was referring to the reluctant dragon. Oh, right. You know, not I thought about Pete's that dragon. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Dave, for that. I did make that mistake, and I still, in my head, think that's a mistake. Uh, I, I, you know, I'll still make that mistake as the time goes on. Um, I also, somebody also uh, wrote in here and confirmed what Mike said. It was a person who uh, was an. Uh, you know, was asking about the um, uh, the um, ambassadors. Uh, this is a person that was in the program, um, oh, okay. and 
uh, was 12 months, 11 mark, one worth one month free. Um, so they can do whatever they want. Uh, so that was Mike, that was confirmed by somebody. That was kind of what you, it's what you said, right? 12, 12 months, months, right? It's a year, one program. month and they get to do nothing. I didn't say that. That's the yeah. Year. They get 11 months on one month to explore the, Amer- the United States. Oh, that's nice. That's I how they know do that. It. Right. And then I got into a very interesting back and forth. Um, and then this kind of swept its way onto Twitter as well about all the DC Comics uh, Marvel stuff <laughs> Mike and I have gone through um, unfortunately Mike tends to paint me as an anti-Marvel person only because he is in himself a Marvel and Disney fanboy well, I'm anti-DC I'm a, a right I'm not anti-either one I'm pro DC both of them um, but somebody it's ridiculous uh, somebody uh, you know what's funny Mike um, on the comic end the comic okay, book end on the okay. comic book side of it sure at the current time, it's not even close. You mean the last couple of months with that and rebirth the, thing? Right now, DC is destroying Marvel across the board. I mean, Marvel right, for, for Marvel is just getting beat over the head. All right, for two Nobody months. Nobody is buying. In fact, I, I go to a, a comic book shop that's not far in town here, and I've, be, over the years, become friends with this guy. He, it's a kind of a mom-and-pop shop, and the guy has owned it for years, and he, it's a used bookstore, and he also does... Uh, comic books, and uh, you know he doesn't really know anything about the comics. All he knows is this is what the distributor. Well, sure, he'll him. know what you sells. Know, he, he just knows what sells and all this kind of stuff. And he made it worth. I was actually talking to him a little bit today. Um, he ex- there's again wildlife <laughs> noises in the background. He actually said to me today, "My God, if at this point, if I could just take all this Marvel stuff off my wall, put it in a box in the back, and tell the one person that comes in here on Wednesdays, which is New Comic Book Day, right. that wants a Marvel comic to go in the back and get it if they need to, I would just fill my whole store with DC because they're so. They're, right, most the comic thing. book stores are doing a thing where you can only buy one. You can't buy multiples. You can only buy come one one copy of each one." Per customer, per visit. That's, that's, because can't be so many that. people are selling them. No, they're, Mike, they're selling out the door. I went today, the new, uh, this is, no, Justice League is on like number three or four. My thing with these new number ones, if I'm into this thing, is I give them five. I'll buy buy and read the first five. Oh, okay. If after five I don't like you anymore, I'm throwing it away. It's my chance to sort of get into a new, uh, you know, something that I didn't read before. You know, and I had never read Justice League before. I'm only interested in it now because of the potential of the movie coming out. So I went into the shop today at one o'clock in the afternoon. Gone, right. all gone. Every just interesting. Three hours later, he's out of all of them, and it was number four, not even number one, right? Or number three or four or something like no, that. I, so no, they're I, I killing read, it, killing it. I read, but that's we're talking two months. They've, you're, Marvel, uh, Marvel killed Destroying. DC since the. Late '80s. Yeah, but in the in recent years, not recent years, recent months. Recent months. No, over the course of recent years, because Wrong. even the new no, because even the new Fifty Two did incredibly Last well. Year, in Marvel that. killed DC in sales killed because them. of Star Wars. They, That's no. what did it. Yes, it I, is. I, know, I understand Star Wars is what they're, but they have been killing them for years, decades. No. There was a couple of years there where that changed. Last year was very good for Marvel. They brought in the Star Wars stuff, no, which was excellent, and they did really. Good. In fact, like all, like if you looked at the top selling, the ten top selling comics, I understand. They were all like three of four of them were Star Wars. Like every I Star understand. Wars title was on there, sure. so they did really well with that. And they and, they, and those putting their best artists and talent on on those books, which is funny because now they're not as good as they used to be. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's always they, a stupid thing to do. If you're if York, if, if Darth don't Vader. Change. N- number Don't one, change. you know, uh, Darth Darth Vader comic is the biggest selling comic. Right. 
why would you take your best artist, whoever that may be, and then put him on Darth Vader? Because it's already selling better than. I have no why idea. would you put him on? I don't know. I have no that, idea. Uh, you know, uh, but they whatever. do. They, these guys do like to change around because they don't like to draw the same no, things all the time. That. So that does that. change. But uh, anyway, they, I think they probably like to be on the big selling ones. This guy, uh, Dave, pointed out to me um, that uh, I was, you know, that Six Flags, which I had mentioned, has this, and they're not going to give up the DC thing. So my idea of how. You know, Universal can fix their Marvel problem right, is out Spider-Man the window, and and, right. and that's definitely true. But it's not the only thing. There are other options right. out there. And uh, again, I apologize for all the noise in the background. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess that's probably all for the show, right? Okay, yeah, that's good for me. I mean, I, and just so you folks know, my wife is in there taking care of him, so I'm not like <laughs> recording the show with Mike neglecting the child screaming in the background. <laughs> Uh, he just wants his juice, and he has a very, uh, very pushy you want way. Your juice, you want your you juice. You want your juice. You want your juice. Anyway, so uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Radio Harambe. Mike's at Jumbo. Everyone, if you want to continue my little fight about how DC Comics doesn't suck, um, it does suck. It doesn't. Uh, That's you terrible. Can, you can certainly do it there. And um, the characters are just dull. It's so stupid. Mike. They're dull. You sound like such an idiot when you say that. You sound like such a fanboy when you say that. So. To think that somebody who likes comic book heroes thinks that Batman and He's the dull. Joker are dull. The I mean, Joker, I didn't, I didn't ever say anything about the Joker. The whole comic book world. So I didn't say anything about the Joker. But Batman oh, is a character. So, you're so silly. Superman. You're so silly. Superman is a character. You couldn't be more uh, dull. Superman's a little dull. I don't read Superman. I don't like Superman. Um, Wonder and Woman I never have. Is dull. Wonder Woman's not dull. Green Lantern is dull. The Flash is not dull. The Flash is okay. Flash Batman's is actually okay Batman's in relation fantastic. to the DC. And everything in the Batman world is what's no, great. Harley Quinn, the no, Joker, the Penguin. They're all the best. And they're all the, the most popular. Fine. Penguin's terrible. It's Penguin stupid. is not terrible. He's Penguin's stupid. great. The Riddler is great. I mean, Riddler's there's so stupid. so many of them that are great. And and the problem that Mike has is that Marvel is, you know, especially when it comes to villains, has so failed across the board. You know, eventually it's going to come back That's and bite them. That's entirely true. But Spider-Man villains are nah, very good. I mean, they're reasonable, but they're not the Joker. Dr. Octopus is amazing. Again, he's not amazing. He's not the Joker. Green Goblin's fantastic. There's only the Joker, Mike. It's only the Joker. You don't know nothing. <laughs> Kingpin. How could you go wrong with Kingpin? Yeah, well, D'Onofrio, but D'Onofrio does it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, straight from the comic. But go anyway, um, so follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to go to our website, johnboyeveryone.com. You can find our Facebook link there and all that kind of stuff. Thank you very much for listening. For Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Guajarini, go well. And thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who do you?